free from GP Brand Tuck, Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are horses for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news, the conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran, Tut and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? We are back That's right In the saddle That's right Number 58, doing it on a a special day. That's right. That's and, right. Um, midweek. Midweek, man. Yeah. Midweek. So how you doing, Rand? I am doing great on, on this fine day right here. Number 58? 58, man. Can you believe that? Amazing. Can you believe that when we did this starting a year ago, mm-hmm. that we would be at 58? Because most, most of our, our, our listeners don't understand that. Uh, you and I reconnected. Yeah. After several years. Yeah. You and... You and Tut have been have been in contact through throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that how you know we came to your house mm-hmm. and we were all just having a drink and saying, hey, "Let's do this thing." Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, just, and it just started organically. I mean, so yeah. for you listeners out there who are thinking about doing a podcast, it's trust me, it can be done. Yeah, yeah, it's a commitment though, man. Right, it, it is. Um, you know, it's it's a commitment to do it. Um, even if you, um, you know, like we do, we change up days and, and every now and then we have to skip based on activity that's happening that's right. in, our, in our real lives. And, uh, but, but you know, it's a commitment, man. Now, I appreciate now, you taking now, you know the, making my, the you commitment. You know what my wife says? What's that? Now, now her first name starts, her first name, <laughs> so her first name starts with a J. Yeah. So she's my Lady J. Oh, okay. Okay. Now she's not the Lady J that does our graphics. I yeah. just want y'all to know. That's Tommy. That's Tommy's Lady J. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She said to me, she said, the way you guys do this podcast is yeah. like these guys who are like obsessed with Madden and NBK. <laughs> it is like Madden. <laughs> it is. She said, cause you guys. We don't do Madden. Yeah, so, she said yeah. you guys. She said you guys ain't as obsessed as those guys. Yeah. Are. She said at least you ain't destroying the marriage yet. <laughs> but she said you guys is it. Said this is so funny to her. Yeah. It's and my my daughters, both of them think, oh, yeah. you got you got to do your little podcast thing. <laughs> You know, yeah, man. I yeah. told him it's gonna put food on the table, so be quiet. Eventually, man. That's we, right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Right. So, now. man, you know, yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't start it off when and you always ask me. So, why do they call us GP? Why do they call us GP three, man? Uh, it stands for Grove Park Three. The three of us grew up in the Grove Park community in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, my name is Rand. I lived on South Elizabeth Place. Uh, we have a member number three, um, a member emerita. Emeritus, uh, Tut, he grew up on Charlotte Place. And what about you, man? North Avenue, man. And North your, Avenue. And what's your name, um, man? Tommy B. All right. Yeah, I'm All Tommy right. B. So this is us. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, I'm going to jump right in. We're not going to get into the super heavy stuff. Everybody knows we're doing right. midweek. So uh, the Vegas issue we'll get to in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. um, start off a little bit light and then we'll get into that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you heard about it, man. Tina Campbell. Yeah, man, I, I I I saw that, man, and I was, you know, I think. Well, you know, first of all, let me frame. Yeah, it. yeah, frame it up. Tina right. Campbell is uh, from the group Mary Mary, right? And um, you know, of course, um, the Root did the interview with her, um, and and it's the end. She's been doing a reality show for like six seasons. I I, I wasn't aware it had been going on that long, um, but they were asking her, um, you know, basically. I think they got into the subject of who she voted for. And go ahead. I'll leave it at that. What were your, you know, basically she said, and I'll, I'll, I'll quote it. Uh, I was faced with two presidential candidates that I really did not approve of. And so I had to find something, commonality, with one of them that would make me feel like I have to vote. Uh, I should utilize my right to vote. Uh, since I don't prefer either of them, which was, of course, Hillary was the other opportunity, 
What can I find that would make me vote in some of Donald Trump's views on Christianity, honestly, is what caused me to All right, vote stop, for stop, him. stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> His views on Christianity. His views on Christian, Christianity. Here, here's a yeah. guy that didn't even know how to say 1 Corinthians. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's a guy that, yeah. you know, when, when he was given a Bible, he, he looked befuddled. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so what views of Christianity does he have? Here's a guy you know, talking about grabbing a woman's private parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's a guy that's made lecherous comments about younger women. Mm. Here's a guy who's, who's um, his family got into trouble with the United States government over fair housing. Yeah. So what views of Christianity? I'm just trying to figure this out right here. You know what? When I, when I read that, it... It, I hearkened back <laughs> to... Um, he hearkened, guys. I hearkened uh, back to um, the uh, Bush days and that mid... What was the uh, his, his re-election, mm-hmm. okay? It's a GOP strategy where because the GOP is so aligned with the anti-abortion... Anti-gay. Anti-gay. Um, they are so aligned... The right is so aligned with the evangelical movement that anybody who falls in the GOP tends to be seen as, quote unquote, Christian, okay, or or embracing fully Christianity. And, um, you know, that's unfortunate because, well, unfortunate because... I think even a lot of the folks clung, they would cling to um, Trump purely because of that fact. And, and I think that's what she's dealing with. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, candidly, uh, I'm not defending her, but it just reminds me of that whole mindset. It's that TBN, CBN. All right, man. <laughs> Next. 700 Club. Next, man. Next, nah, man. And, but, but she went on to say, you know, because she's been getting torn up. In in uh, social media, man, and uh, you know, well, you know what? What do you say? This is the First Amendment. Everybody has a right to express themselves. Yeah, yeah. And you know, she when she made that comment in her interview, yeah, it was on the record mm-hmm. in in terms of her getting torn up by social media. Torn up the frame. That that comes with it. That comes with but it. But you man. know, people are going to follow. But you get my point, though. You understand yeah, I, what I'm saying. I, I get your point, man. You know, I'm, people I'm, have aligned the evangelical Christian, hardcore, uh, right movement. One thing I can say about with um, the GOP. One thing I can say about um, President W. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Christian. Yeah, I mean, he he, he literally. I mean, he literally embodied he that. he his lifestyle. Right. With the exception, and you knew he had gone through a change when you know he he had, he had, he had already he had already he had, confessed. He had confessed to he, the cocaine and alcohol, alcohol abuse, abuse and all that. Uh, you, know? you know he didn't drink. He no, doesn't he drink. Nope. Um, you know, quiet as it kept. They mm-hmm. had Bible studies there every week. Yeah, yeah. And so here was a guy. You know, I can understand. Him, yeah, yeah. But, Bush W was a whole different right. But yeah. I, I just don't see how um, again. I don't understand her rationale. Dude, I am with you. Because you know what? When I read that, I did. you know how Scooby-Doo. Right. I and you know, and, 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 I, and I remember something that, that Steve Harvey once said yeah. that it really impressed me, Yeah. Um, what Steve said. He was talking about the, the politics and stuff, and he said at one point, I have to look how I got here. Yeah. And my fan base is... Their, my paycheck is in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I vote, I vote for people who are going to uplift my fan base. Mm-hmm. Because if my fan base is not being uplifted, yeah, yeah. I have no career. I have no life. Yeah. And it makes sense for me to actually be beholden to the ones who support you. Yeah. And and and, and what this says to me is that she's not. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day. But you know what? Let me say this. Can I can I mention sure, this sure. to you, Ram? There are African-Americans, regardless of where Trump goes with the rhetoric and Paris w- with, with, yeah, with the philosophy who will p- give him a pass on everything on 
that those issues alone that align the ones, the right, things that we right, talk right, about. I mean, right, regardless. Right. Well, yeah, and, and and that's why you know it, it's almost. Let me and and I'll say this. I mean, it goes back to slavery. Okay, where if you saw, I don't know if you ever saw uh, Birth of a Nation. Did you see it? Yeah, I, I've seen. And and you saw how they paid the past. You know, they basically Nat Turner was paid to go around and preach and pre- preach to calm, calm the the, the potential uh, uprisings. Uprisings. And 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 I'm you know um, you know as a, as a believer, you still have to weigh what's right and what's wrong. Right. And and in some cases, there are people who literally will follow if somebody says, "Hey, you know, be a what is it to your master?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's literally that's what kept them in bondage. And and I you know I'm not gonna get all theoretic, but but that's what it reminded me of when I read stuff like that and I see things like that going on, man. I'm like, oh boy, we in trouble, because there is that percentage who will follow. I know, I know, and I see it on um right off the cliff. I mean, you know, sometimes some mornings I watch um Roland Martin on TV, oh. and and some of the uh, if I don't watch Roland, I need to just DVR. Because I know they gave him an hour now, right? He's two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah, it's two hours. Seven to nine. Well, actually, I think it's still an hour. What they do is just that from nine, from eight to nine, they replay the. Okay, they replay it. Okay, cool. And so, um, some of the 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 GOP um, uh, Trump loyalists they have on there, Mm -hmm. it's pathetic. It is. It's pathetic in terms of the 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 lack of argument that the case that they have for him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's to the point we want to say like. Did you saw that? Oh, maybe did you? Nick sent it. Um, our producer uh, with um, Con, um, Cornell West going after Paris Denard. Oh, oh, yeah. And basically, he told the yeah. brother, "I know they're paying you." <laughs> I mean, he basically yeah, said, no. "You're not a full fledged member. They just let you go into the clubhouse now and then, but you're not a member." Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I understand, man. It's, it's always like that. So, what's next, brother? All right, man. Go. A couple of things light, and then we'll get into the heavy stuff. Man, the, did you see the Blackish episode? Uh, the, the 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 Juneteenth Hamilton. <laughs> did you see it? It was great. It was great, and was and, great. and I I I applaud them, man. I mean, did you expect it? Um, you know what? Uh, with Blackish now, yeah, Blackish is reminding me they're doing some of the things that uh, a different world was doing in its last couple of years. Okay, taking on some of the taking on some of the issues of mm-hmm. the current day. They ain't jumping the shark though, are they? No, no, no. <laughs> Let's no. hope not. No, it's, no. I mean, it's still good. I mean, so um, I thought it was a great episode. Yeah. I thought it gave great dialogue. I give Kenya Burris um, oh. and his team a lot of credit. Then I just found this out about Kenya Burris. What's that? They're going to be doing a remake of Coming to America, and Kenya Burris is, will be writing it. Yep, that's what I heard. That's, hey, let me let me. I'm gonna play some of this for folks who may not have seen it. This oh man, was, that reminds me of Schoolhouse Rock days. Man. <laughs> this was my favorite. I hope we can we can hear it here. Okay, let, let's see if we can get some. The Roots did this. I am a slave. Yes, I'm only a slave. They'll place my body in an unmarked grave in these confederate days it's kind of hard to lift every voice singing while worrying about how low the sweet chariots are swinging <laughs> i could swing from a tree but hey oh i hope and pray they don't kill me today i am still just a slave if the emancipation proclamation was passed in 1863 why weren't you free until 1865 well, it took two years for the Civil War to end. Oh, so you were free when the war ended? Nah, not for two more months because Texas landowners wanted another harvest. That's not cool. Well, none of it was cool. But an army ship arrived on June 19, 1865 and announced we were free. That's why we celebrate Juneteenth. I am a slave and the home of the brave. A product of the triangular trade Please pardon my ways If I'm nervous or the slightest bit skittish In the presence of the Portuguese, Spanish, Dutch or British They kept me in colonial chains Tell me how to persuade them to chill Or to save me if still I'm a slave That was hilarious. That was, that was man. great, man. Just, great. just amazing. I, I got to give it to him, man. Yeah, man. That was uh, 
that was great, man. It, you know, looking at the old schoolhouse rock. Uh, and you know, they I guess they, they a, own the I'm rights to that too. You know, right? with um, ABC. I mean, they so I guess they could use it. Right, no right. But that 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 was that episode is classic, man. That that's gonna go. I mean, yeah. June. I mean, you know, the whole Juneteenth thing, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you celebrate that, Juneteenth. That was man. great, man. <laughs> Do you? Come on, you celebrate Juneteenth. Uh, you put out a stocking. <laughs> like yeah. the little boy. Yeah, it's like Kwanzaa, man. The Juneteenth. <laughs> it's like Kwanzaa, man. Not the Juneteenth stocking, okay. That's right, man. Uh, what is June- it? Red, uh, strawberry, strawberry drink, um, red barbecue, velvet and red velvet cake. There you go. Okay, uh, I that's saw it. The- that's every weekend, man. Every weekend. It's <laughs> every weekend at the crib. The mayor, uh, very watchable, man. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. I, I saw I it. saw a scene or two out of it, man. And you know, yeah. it, um, the production, the production quality I saw was impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't over the top, you know. No. It's, it's not like you remember, you remember when Fox or CW had shows like Homeboy Out of Space, mm-hmm. how they were like so over the top. No, nah, they the, keep it. They keep it politically correct. I guess the, is the best way to put right, it, you right. know, it, it, and, and the writing is good, good cast. And, and I was just saying, you know, like it's going to be interesting to see how, how well it holds up, man. Yeah. You know, if it gets the viewership uh, and they keep it relevant uh, and, and the way they're doing it now, they can even keep it issues oriented. Right. It'll, and, 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 you know, make sure it's funny. We'll right. see. Uh, Viola Davis and Larry Wilmore are coming together. They're producing a show called Black Don't Crack and another ABC deal. Right. Um, Larry Wilmore is a beast. Yeah, he is. He's a beast behind the scenes. All the way back to the PJs. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. People don't realize how. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. The Bernie Mac show. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, he he insecure. Yeah, insecure. And and as a matter of fact, um, I think uh, one of the producers from Insecure is involved in this show. Okay. And it's about um, some sorority girls, ladies who are coming together later in life. And, you know, somebody was joking and said it's like the, the black version of the Golden Girls. Oh, okay. So, you know, we need that. We need that demo. Yeah, so we definitely... it's not it's not always represented on TV. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how yeah. it goes. All right. Uh, coming to theaters, man. Just a quick reminder. Uh, Marshall by Thurgood Marshall is coming up. Um, young Thurgood when he was with the NAACP. Yeah. Chadwick I mean, Boseman, who there's... plays every every black. He was Jackie Robinson, James Brown, James Brown, and yeah. now he's Thurgood Marshall. So. Yeah, so cool. Um, he's kind of like Leon. Leon, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Leon from, was a little from richer the five, than from he, the five heartbeats. Yeah, yeah, he was a little richer. Then all of a sudden, he was uh, yeah. David. Um, David from the uh, Temptations. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. it's going to be interesting, man. There's some. Um, this is gotten some feedback in terms of historical accuracy and stuff. Mm-hmm. The way it's been, way. Um, Thurgood Marshall's been portrayed. Um, yeah. And I know I read a I read a, an autobiography, a biography on Thurgood Marshall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be interested to see. Uh, because Like a renegade. Yeah, they got him almost like he's damn Luke Cage. I know it, man. Coming <laughs> in with a gun. He's shaft and stuff, man. And, uh, uh, but, you know, I didn't know Chili from TLC is in it. Oh, okay. Rosanda Thomas, uh, she's she's part of the cast as well. Okay. okay. And and your favorite Boo Two? Well, my wife's gonna be there. Oh my dear. My wife's <laughs> gonna be there. October twentieth. That's she, coming out this she month still, too. Still, you know, she she still liked it uh, that first one, man. Yeah. And so um, they, what else you got coming to the theaters, man? They, you know, they, a bunch of stuff. But you know, my well, you know, you ain't going to see what I'm going to see. On the, on, I know on the Blade third, Runner. Oh, okay. The Blade I, Runner remake. Okay, I remember on the thirty first, man, Halloween. Yeah. Um. Um, Stranger Things is coming back on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. So, you followed that, right? Yeah, I followed that, man. I mean, actually, it's quite ironic. Some of the shooting occurs in my mom's neighborhood. Wow, okay. And so my daughter's actually been on set, and she's met one or two of them. So. Excellent. Because uh, one of them was in uh, The New Edition. Mm, okay. He played um, He played Ricky. Okay. The young Ricky in New Edition, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Black Mirror is coming back out. Uh, the new season is starting mm-hmm. this month, so it's a good month for for some good oh, stuff. Oh man, did you hear about um, another thing? Keep it light before we start going into this. Um, yeah, a film company called um, Marco. Hmm. Uh, no. They just um, got 150 million dollars to do um, six TV and movie projects. Really? And Marco locally or nationally? Or nationally. And, okay. Uh, they got they got major funding from um, 
the Kellogg Foundation, the Ford Foundation, and some other big big foundations. Mm. And they were they were the force behind uh, Fences, the movie Fences. Mm. So they're looking at again doing some high quality uh, stories that are geared toward uh, African American um, narrative. Oh, uh, okay. Some stuff that probably wouldn't be made. Right, if the some funding st- exactly green lighting exactly. Okay, cool. So they they got the funding and uh, they got the support of some big foundations behind them. So so if there was one thing you'd want you'd want to see, what, what would it be? <sighs> a, mo- a movie? Yeah, that that you you can say, oh hell no, nah, Ben Affleck ain't gonna push that through. <laughs> Matt Damon ain't gonna push that through. What would what would you want? You to know, see? I was I was listening to something the other day. I, I, I like a lot of the stuff, historical stuff from the, the '60s and the, some of the '50s stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know, understanding um, what those young men, the Tommy Smith and John Carlos, mm-hmm. I'd like to see a story about what happened behind the scenes. Ooh, how rough, that, man. How, you they know, lost how, everything. Yeah, you know what they yeah. went through, or uh, a, a story about um, the Little Rock Nine. Okay. You know, those nine kids, what they went through, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you know, I mean, there'll be some other stuff. I mean, I, you know, that's some current history stuff, man. Yeah. You know, I yeah. would, I would, you know, I would love to learn more about Michael Jackson. I mean, we've had all these attempts on Michael's life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, they haven't done anything for you me. Still, you still want some more? Well, I mean, I want to, I want to, I want to know like, um, Mm. The making of the making of Thriller, a little bit better actor, yeah, a little bit better acted, yeah, you produced, know. yeah, or yeah. you know uh, maybe something on, on a on a business front, you know, mm. okay. something like that. What I'd, I'd want to see uh, Huey P. Huey P. Newton. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, just something a little bit more in depth um, and a little bit more accurate and edgy, right? You know, I think um, you know no no disrespect to uh, who did it. Uh, what's his name? Um, him and his he and his dad. That the directors, oh, uh, the, um, the, the um, uh, Mario Von Peebles. Yeah, they. I think they did something maybe in the nineties mm-hmm. around it, which was okay. But I, I'd want to see something up to date. Right. I think. I think the Hughes brothers, man. They they bring a lot. They haven't done anything historical, but I like their eye, and I don't think they're doing stuff together now. They they've broken off. And, mm-hmm. and done, you know. I don't know if you if you knew that they did like the Book of Eli. Yeah, I remember um, that. But um, I'd like to see them do uh, something like that. And, yeah. And we'll see how it goes, man. Because they, you know, just like they did with Dead Presidents, that whole that whole right. vibe, you know, I, I thought was good. I, I was I, was, I saw yeah. something the other day which intrigued me, man. I know it's, it's not African American centric, but yeah. I think it's from an American perspective, mm-hmm. um, something about a real movie about Jim Thorpe. Okay. Because okay. people don't, he really was the first American sports superhero mm-hmm. before Babe Ruth. Every before, yeah. American Indian. Right. right. And yeah. so, you know. Native American. Native American. I mean, yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, um, he was the first athlete to get caught up in that whole amateurism, being paid and that really? type of stuff. Okay. And, um, and that how the coach, mm-hmm. who was a Hall of Fame football coach, sold mm-hmm. him down the river to wow. protect himself. Wow. Uh, wow. So, you know, stuff like that, man, you know. Cool. All right, you ready to shift? We can shift, man. man. We can shift, man. All right, Vegas shooting, man. Um, You know, deadliest shooting in modern U.S. history. Uh, 59, I don't think that's changed since since we're taping today. Uh, 59 dead and 520 injured. Uh, Route 91, Route 91, Harvest Country Music Festival. And by the way, I mean, I I read this thing uh, from Time Magazine, and um, this was interesting. Time indicates that we really have to frame this as the deadliest in modern, uh, you know, mass killing in modern because modern history, because um, it pointed out that in 1873, the Colfax in Colfax, Louisiana, white citizens gunned down and hung 150 African-Americans. Um, December 29th, 1890, the U.S. Army killed 200 uh, Lakota Native Americans, and uh, if you if you remember Black Wall Street, right, in uh, Oklahoma, yeah, May thirty first, June first, three hundred people died. Right. So, modern history doesn't start for the shootings until, if you recall, the Texas Tower shooting at right. te- was it Texas University UT of Texas UT Texas that was in the nineteen sixties. Yeah, nineteen sixty six, eighteen dead, thirty one injured. So. This this dude man had two. He had almost fired. He was right at two hundred rounds. 
Wow. Wow. Within a 15 minute period. Well, you know, I, I've been watching the coverage of this and how um, the media is framing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're not framing this the way that they would frame if this was an African-American. You think? No, no, no. An African-American or a Muslim? A Muslim. They're not framing it the same way. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, let me just say this. African-American would have done it like this. No, no, no. Um, I don't know of any African-American. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think there's a history of African-Americans. Or, or at the least only one I could single. Think of, only one I can think of was closest the DC sniper. That and day. he didn't do them. And it was more he sl- individual, right? Right. Shootings. Uh, I mean, you know the serial. You, you know. know, you know they're going down the path of you know as they're talking to his family members and stuff. He was you know he was this guy that no one thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's and I'm, I'm realizing. I mean, this this is a first of all, this is a such a horror horror. horror horrific um no it is terrorism it is terrorism <laughs> it is and, domestic terrorism and no one's calling it that but it should be it should be it so, is domestic so that's terrorism. what i'm saying the way they're yeah. framing this thing man. yeah i was i was surprised they're, they're almost victimizing yeah. the shooter himself yeah. man you yeah. know and you know and i'm like whoa this dude did something that was just downright horrific yeah yeah i mean it is terrorism. and you know and I, I would think and, and i'm watching how our occupant of the white house how when things occurred in um, in in overseas, how he was quick to jump on Twitter. And you know what? Have you heard anything from Theresa May? Uh, Theresa May right now, for what I'm under, no, she hasn't said anything. Has yet. anybody well, criticized I, I, she or has, the mayor of London? She has not criticized. See, they, they, right now, she's in a fight of her life. Right now, a political oh, okay. fight. I'm listening to right now. Really? Yeah. So she's uh, she's trying to get a coalition together. Wow. So that that is this is the furthest thing from her mind. <laughs> Reverse Brexit. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. so you know, I think that's the, you know um, when you look at the number of tweets associated mm-hmm. with this, the commentary, it's. I believe maybe Kelly has mm-hmm. has wrestled maybe the the, the the Twitter handle for a couple of days or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm just watching the way how they are politicizing, how there's a lot of political ping pong going on about gun rights yeah. happening right now. Yeah. Well, from from what I'm hearing right now, and and again, we're taping this midweek. Uh, the bump stock, which is the thing that. Can make, can make a semi-automatic into an automatic gun. Mm-hmm. There's a there seems to be um, uh, some uh, there some some reaching across the aisles. Right. I guess the way to put it's it. It's needed, but at the end of the day, this yeah. is still a band aid. Yeah, it's still a band aid. Yeah, and and they, this guy had ammonium nitrate in that's, his car. That's a bomb. That's a bomb. Man. <laughs> you know, that's a bomb. Man. I don't want to get into it, but. Uh, and I, I was I was talking to you know in our in our little in our little text uh, forum with uh, with with millennial we were talking I mean the movie um, uh, God Arlington Road I don't know if you ever saw it uh, Tim Robbins and Jeff Bridges oh yeah 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 and uh, when um, this guy teaches mass shootings and and uh, not necessarily serial killers but he's talking about Timothy McVeigh. He's talking about uh, what is it? Uh, the Unabomber, right? And um, it's interesting how the movie actually portrayed that whole culture. And and I, you know, Rand, I gotta say this, and and I agree with one of the guys involved in the investigation. There's no way this guy could have done this alone. He had help. It's too intricate. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out this morning. Uh, he had uh, also booked hotels in Chicago um, where there were big lo- festivals, like gatherings. Uh, of- what is it? Lollapalooza. And he had he had booked uh, Boston and Chicago. Wow. So he was it was more or less which one was going to be more convenient for him to get to. Right, and, and this one, because he lived north of Vegas in Mesquite, Vegas. First, I thought it was Mesquite, Texas, but I remember. Yeah, that's what I heard, Mesquite. But, but it that's was, what I was but thinking, it was yeah. Mesquite, Nevada, which is north of the city. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, 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 I ruled this in my, you know, and I don't know when, I don't know why they don't want to use terrorism. It's terrorism. It's white guys, man. In his country music. But you know what? It is, I'm not going to go there. You go there. I'm not going there. I go there. But I will say this, Okay. Bottom line is, uh, you know, considering the, the the circumstances, situation, and 
you know, this guy's a terrorist. He's yeah. a terrorist. Call it, call it what it is. That's what he is, man. He's a terrorist. Man. He's a terrorist. But, you know, we'll leave it at that. Okay? I mean, but but really, man, um, prayers and peace to the families in that whole area, man. It, it, it I, just, I can't, you can't ima- imagine. I can't imagine, man. I, I, only people I know that can imagine anything like that are the people from Orlando. Yeah. From the Pulse nightclub. Yeah. And I heard one of the guys on NPR talking about it. He says... You know, stitching people back up. That's oh. that. He said that's that's the minor stuff. Mm. He said you don't understand the the post traumatic stress that these people are going to have for now. Yeah. About this, it's it's yeah, it's PTSD. Right. Says so you just don't understand it because yeah. they talked to a couple of the security guards there who who were some of the heroes, mm-hmm. and they were former vets, oh. and they were talking about when they heard the fire, when they heard the shooting. The, 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 the gunfire sounds mm-hmm. that they automatically their minds went back to Afghanistan. Wow. Iraq. I mean, it did. It, it, it was like Fallujah. Well, it was interesting, man. Um, you know, when they they were talking to uh, what's his name uh, on ABC late night, not Fallon. Um, Kimmel. Kimmel. Kimmel was saying Kimmel was because Kimmel's he's from, from Vegas, Vegas, right? Yeah, he's from Vegas. And Kimmel. Kimball yeah. went was was moved to tears, man. Yeah, and he was talking about everything that's going on right now. Is almost like somebody opened up a window to hell, you know. And quote, I quote, you know. Yeah, it happened on November eighth, man. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> that's when the window that's slip when, it in. That's when the window happened, chief. <laughs> slip it in, Rand. Slip it in. Hey, Trump train forty five Tillerson. You think he called him a moron? Yeah, he did, man. <laughs> <laughs> he did, man. He, he did, man. I mean, I, I, I think I yeah, he th- was on the verge. You think he was on the verge? I, I think he was on the verge of quitting. I think right now, I, th- yeah. I think he wants to f- be fired. Yeah, I don't think this is going to last, man. I don't know if he wants that because he came out a couple of days ago. Well, right and now, he tried to right now you know, he's put try- some icing on that. Yeah, but you know, um, on that cake, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think, I think, I think you have different factions in in this administration. Yeah. You have them in a, you have a faction like the generals mm-hmm. who are true patriots. Yeah. They are staying in this administration because they gave an oath to the Constitution as a soldier. Mm-hmm. And their belief is if if we leave, this shit's gonna get worse. They're serving the country. Right. So they're protecting the country. Right. They're protecting her. And yeah. I think Tillerson is in, on that camp right there. I think okay. Tiller, I think You think I, I okay. I think Tiller, okay. I think Tillerson is more <laughs> you, I, I think I, I mean I he, say what's his name? The chief of staff would be. But I don't know about Till Tillerson's a you know, he's a business he's, he's a, a business guy. I mean, I don't think he's I don't think he's Exxon, the, I don't think know? he's the as big a grifter as those other guys are. No, no, no. I think Tillerson no. right now wants to do the right thing. Because Tillerson as an oil guy dealt with the world. Right. So he has a worldview. Right. So yeah. I don't think he's a big I mean, he's probably a Not grifter. Like Price. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I I do believe that one reason why he didn't quit because he sees, you know what? Again, if I leave, yeah, this shit go hell in a hey, this shit can go to hell in a minute. Mm-hmm. And and you know his biggest problem is he has not been able to do his job because Trump is constantly undermining him, either him or Jared. Yeah, that that comment that he made after the uh, regarding North Korea was just right. inappropriate. Man. Right, right, and 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 you know and for and for yeah. and and I would say for him to not think someone would not react like Tillerson did is stupid. Yeah. So I mean, you think you think I you're putting Tillerson and Sessions, your boy Beauregard, probably is there for the same reason? Um, maybe Beauregard. There's different. For, I don't. I, I put it like this: they're not like the generals per se. Okay. The generals, they are probably in mm-hmm. the middle somewhere. Okay. Okay. They have grifter tendencies, et cetera. Because yeah. you got a whole other group over there. They are grifters. And oh, the, the generals are ride or die, though. Right. These, yeah. And these guys, it's, it's only so much they're going to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are here because they truly are patriots. Mm-hmm. They want to protect this country. And they realize that if we <laughs> they leave. They all of a north. <laughs> right. If we leave, again, yeah. this shit's going to go to hell. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I, you know. Yeah. I don't blame Tillerson for feeling that way. No. I really don't blame him for feeling yeah. that. But what was interesting is that um, when they initially asked him about it, he did not backtrack. No. 
And so now I think he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would. And so what we're seeing is right now is a lot of spin control and damage and photo ops Mm -hmm. to show that there's there's no tension. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that he didn't say that, you know, we know with this administration Mm -hmm. is so dysfunctional. Yeah. Um, You know, Mm. um, I'm surprised they haven't had any fist fights yet that we know of. Yeah. It'll come out. Oh, yeah. Five things from the, uh, of course, the uh, Russian investigation Senate. Russian investigation. They did an update yesterday. So, again, we t- we're taping midweek, so it was Wednesday. Um, there is no judgment on the Steele dossier, which is your favorite. Well, what Your favorite reading. What they're saying is that he did not cooperate with them. And he said, well, he doesn't have to. He's not an American citizen. Right. Yeah. But that does not preclude him from cooperating with the special counsel. Right. That, that's, different. Right. that's different. See, and, see, and I don't think people understand that. And when I heard a, a spy guy talk the other night. He says, if I was still, yeah. I would want to save my my uh, primetime viewing showing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For, Mueller, for Mueller? Mueller? For Mueller. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not for the Senate because. Right. Right. Knows? I don't want it sanitized. I don't want yeah. it. You know, I, I want it to be. Yeah. For the guy who's really going to do something. They don't want it politicized. Right. Okay. Uh, Any final collusion, I'm I'm sorry, conclusions will have to wait until 2018 is what the Senate is saying. Uh, The third thing, collusion is still an open question, which I thought was telling more than anything. It's still open question. And also, too, they did indicate that if there's any criminal things, y'all need to talk to Mueller. Yeah. So in other words, they're saying is, hey, we, we are... It's like um, what's the the bull the matador? Mm-hmm. He goes ole hey how easy, <laughs> and that's what they're doing. They're saying okay, when it comes to that stuff, yeah. we're gonna let Mueller have have full at it. But you know the 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 thing that's that's kind of like if you say um, I didn't do it because you know forty five is gonna come out and say hey what is it? It's all a smokescreen. Uh, what do you call it? It's fake. Well, you you know right now the Senate and Congress are working on some more measures to make sure that Mueller does not get fired. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, the collusion thing, considering, because one of the things that they opened up with, because I watched a lot of it, um, one of the things they opened up with was how extensive. Yes. How how many people they had interviewed, how large the report was. And then for them to come down to collusion is still an open question after all these people we talked to. That's telling. That's very oh, yeah. telling. Because oh, yeah. you they they could have considering the number of people because they were basically saying we threw, we we've interviewed everybody we're gonna interview. Right now it's just the analysis and the analysis. Part of the analysis is collusion is still an open question. Right, it's still it's still out there. Right, uh, Comey's firing isn't a central question for Intel, so they're not going to deal with that. Mueller's going to deal with right. that. And then relations are warming. The social media companies are working with them. Oh yeah, and, uh, and, Facebook, Twitter. Oh. Yeah. When I saw um, a re- Google, when I saw a report on the ads in the key states, yeah, uh, and the stuff that they were showing, yeah, it is very, it is very hard to believe that this stuff did not impact voters. Yeah, I know, man. It's very well. It did psychologically, right? And I'm here to tell you because that whole PizzaGate thing mm-hmm. was massive, right? That story, uh, I heard people talking about that. Um, before the election. I heard that more than anything. Right. And so it is very easy to to say, you know what? Yeah. This did impact the election. Oh, and, and, and so see, in, in my mind, let me let me say this, Rand, because you are if, if, if you look at maybe where we mingle, uh, you're more urbanite. Am I correct? More, mm-hmm. more. You're more in a if, if you look at the people around you, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're in an urban setting. I was in a rural setting. And I'm here to tell you. Oh, they thought it was God. They, they thought it was gospel. That stuff. And I, I said, y'all know that ain't true, right? Oh, no. It's a sex scandal with her and this pizza place. I'm like, y'all, y'all know that's fake, right? Right, <laughs> right. But people really thought that stuff was true. So, I, you know, so you asked me if it had an impact. I, I said, hell Oh, yeah. it had an impact. I mean, you know, with, you know, and that's the, and that's the thing. Because if you uh, didn't like her anyway, then that's, that ain't going to happen. Right, right. So we can't literally count votes. Yeah. But it does build a case of his wins in those states were very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that there is some of those wins can some of those votes in his favor can be attributed 
to that information. We just and don't. Then, and then Comey coming right. out with that last right. Right. So, surprise. So so you know, you know. We, we we can't we, we can't <laughs> find yeah we can't find an ad to direct yeah. vote correlation. Yeah. But you can say it did have an impact. Okay, man. Hey, by the way, did you see um, well done, Mar Bill Mar, the end of his show. No, no, I didn't see Bill Moore last week. If anything, forward all the way down to his last, his commentary at the end, mm-hmm. it is, I mean, candidly, I think it deserves an Emmy. Because <laughs> what he did was, you know how they do when you have the detective shows, what was the show? You remember American Gangster? Yeah. When With uh, Denzel, mm-hmm. and what's his name, Russell Crowe? Right. You know how they had the board? Right. Well, he has a board for the Russian investigation. And and you know how you got the the strings tied, uh, right? Right. Just watch it. It's it, it's it's funny. It's 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 just so spot on, man. Okay. It, it's hilarious. Watch okay. it. Check it out. Um, Puerto Rico threw our budget out of whack. Forty five. Chief, he's the chief <laughs> uniter, the chief empathy guy. When he goes off, even if it's a joke, it's a bad joke. It's bad timing. Well, and and throwing toilet. You know, paper towels to the peasants. Yeah, I mean this. This guy. I mean, you know, you know, we we should not be shocked. No, not be shocked. We should not even try to rationalize it. Like, come on, yeah. That the guy is the guy has no empathy for others. Yeah, I mean, no. And, and then to your <sighs> point that you've been making for some time, which I have co-signed on. His viewpoint. <laughs> be careful. Of, his viewpoint <laughs> of Puerto Ricans due to his New York yeah. heritage. Yeah has an impact on the way he thinks about that 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 territory. Yeah. You know, you, you know by and, the, and also the way yeah. he feels about women too. Yeah. If if um an interesting podcast if y'all follow podcasts and I know you have Code Switch. Yeah. Uh Code Switch did a uh I haven't a, that's the last one they did. I haven't seen. I haven't listened to it, but have it, you Yeah. But I know about the, Puerto Rico. Yeah, because one I'm Shireen is is Puerto Rican. Yes. And and one of the things they they did was talk about the perception of Puerto Ricans as Americans, and and they addressed just exactly what you said. Yeah, I that mean, whole mentality. I used, I used to do ethnic I used to do ethnic marketing many years ago. Yeah, and within the Latino culture, mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans are viewed on the bottom. Yeah, because one of the ladies in the in the podcast was talking about because she's from Puerto Rico. And um, they asked her, she said, well, you know, keep in mind, we were um, we were taken over twice, you know, by I didn't know that. the Spanish <laughs> you know, and oh. by the Americans. So there, there's a, a level of uh, what is it? Um, uh, what is it? Citizen, third class, fourth class, you know, citizen that, that they feel. And, and they you know, she said she's proud to be an American, but she feels like um, someone with the citizenship, but not the true right. American. You I know, mean, it was you remember American I, it Express used to always say that, you, you, you know, with, with membership comes privileges and yeah, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people don't have, they got the membership, they have no privileges. Yeah. They have no rights and privileges. I mean, it, it's an interesting mentality that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm so, so you're, so think about it from, think about it from this perspective. Mm-hmm. Within the American context, yeah, they're fourth class citizens. Yeah, even then, when think about in the Latino context, yeah, they're viewed as fourth class wow. citizens. Yeah, so I mean, you yeah. know, this. Uh, I mean, what he did was was just downright so insensitive. Yeah, but it's you know, it's going to be interesting the conversations that come out of this regarding uh, one of the other things in the Code Switch uh, episode. They were talking about the number of Americans who don't know, which we were joking about, kind right. of that Puerto Ricans are Americans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not a it's you know not, most you know most Americans cannot It ain't Mexico. Well, you know, most you Americans know? cannot name the capital in their own state. Right. Well, you get my point. Yeah. Because we mentioned you. this and we were joking about you remember we were yeah. joking about the fact that we didn't think Trump really knew or right. realized. But they were talking about the number of Americans polled who really didn't realize that right. you know it's it's you know they don't understand the Filipinos and, and yeah. Filipino and Guam yeah yeah you know so maybe we need to reinforce that a little bit oh, more yeah. in school yeah just yeah. a little bit more exactly all right all right Rand what you got man 
Well, man, you know, it's a couple things, man. You know, one thing is I, I'm looking at this whole, um, this Vegas thing, this Vegas shooting thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about things as as the output of this. And, you know, what I've realized, well, I've come to realize we have a new fourth branch of government. Hmm. You know, we have the judicial, the executive, and the legislative branch. Okay. The fourth branch is the NRA. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're such yeah. a powerful faction, man. I yeah. mean, you know, when I when you think about the number of dollars that is flowing into both the Senate mm-hmm. and the Congress, yeah, you know, you're talking on the Democratic side, less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars has been spent by the NRA, but on the other side, you're talking about six and seven million dollars. Wow! In senators, and I didn't realize this as we're talking about this whole gun debate. You know, everybody says that uh, Kellyanne Conway and everyone is saying that, hey, this is not the right time. I want to do a little history. When Bloody Sunday occurred in 1966 or 67, I'm not sure which of those dates. Mm-hmm. Within eight days, mm-hmm. Linda Johnson had, had had a bill push, yeah. had a bill ready to present to Congress. Mm-hmm. So when is the right time to, to talk? Pick a date. Pick a date. I mean, yeah. you know, don't, don't tell me it's not the right time. Yeah, you think about Sandy Hook. You right. think about even going back to Columbine, right? And you know, and and Orlando, Columbine, also the the the, the movie theater in um in in, in, Colorado, in Colorado, the Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. Tech. I mean, because yeah. what you find out is when these guys get semi-automatic or militaristic type of uh, gear, mm-hmm. they develop this false sense of of, of superiority. Yeah, they yeah. think that they are some movies, they in some movie, uh, some video game. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and what's interesting is that when we look at the impact of the NRA, mm-hmm. they are one of the major forces behind gerrymandering mm. because they have made it in such a way that their candidates mm-hmm. get the districts yeah. that are highly in their favor. Yeah. So think about this. Less than 1% of the population owns 50% of the guns. Mm. Okay, seventy percent of our population lives in like you know thirty states. Yeah, yeah. But now thirty percent of our population lives in like thirty states, mm-hmm. and seventy percent lives in, in in other in other states. The larger, yeah. the larger states. So what's happening is that people in urban well, the, area, the urban populations, the, yeah, the urban. The, what happens is the people in the urban populations, mm-hmm. their vote doesn't count anymore. Wow, their impact because now the senators in in um, in Iowa and et cetera, mm-hmm. their power is just as great as the guy from um, a senator from New York. Yeah, you know well, it's it, it's it's solidarity. Right, I mean, I, I've I've said it time and time again, man. You know, you win elections, you win causes and issues, man, based on you know solidarity right. and, I mean, and, the, and the gun the gun rights movement. So it has solidarity. So they, I would they, they I would tell people if you want to mm-hmm. understand about the gun rights movement, you need to watch that um, um, that PBS documentary yeah. um, uh, about the NRA, mm-hmm. and it will change your whole view. You will say, "Whoa, yeah, yeah." These guys. I mean, just think about this. Tell me, mm-hmm. we have more legislation and more restrictions and more regulation on birth control pills. Yeah, you know. You know, safe, Oof, safe. Yeah. and you know, and then I'm hearing some, I'm hearing stupid things like, mm-hmm. we might need to investigate hotel check-in security. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, when you go into the Ritz Carlton, you're going to go through a TSA screening. No, if if that guy hadn't had what is it, the bump, right? He couldn't have gotten off as many right. rounds. But but what I'm trying which would have to- slowed him down, which means. He, they could have gotten to the room fast. Right. So, so where I was going before with it, lot, so where I was going with that is, killed. instead yeah. of us talking about gun control, now we're talking about hotel security. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's you know, it's, it's a smokescreen, man. It's, right. it's white noise. You know, if if that <laughs> was if that was a yeah. trucker, yeah. and he drove into that crowd, yeah, we yeah. would have been talking about truck trucker regulations. Yeah. You know, but we yeah. but when it comes to gun control, yeah. No one wants to talk about it. I, I, I understand this, this, this. And let me let me tell you, right after this happened, uh, MSNBC was going around. They did a they went to some of the gun ranges, right, and did a poll. And they were they were actually showing, right, you know, people giving comments. And and the majority of those guys were saying you could just hear their comments. You could see the look on their face. 
No, 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 no. We don't want any regulation. They're just bad people. There's mental illness. We don't want any regulation on guns whatsoever. Right. And that's the way they feel. Right. Now, I want people, I want our our viewers to understand this. Um, My dad was a member of NRA. He was a sportsman. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with guns. Yeah. I got my first gun when, rifle when I was 13 years old. Yeah. I respect guns. Yeah. There's no issue with that. Right. Yeah. I believe. I don't. I believe in the Second Amendment. You mm-hmm. should have the right to bear arms, but I do believe that a certain responsibility goes with that. Yeah. And well, I believe you should have the universal background checks and that type. Of stuff. I'm not saying limited gun. I just don't want people who don't who are not responsible enough to have guns. No. This is, in my opinion, and I don't know. If, I think we are on the same page. I think, I mean, from my standpoint, it's just a matter of the, you know, the things that take it from semi-automatic to fully automatic. Right. Wh- why, why do you need a fully you, automatic yeah, rifle in America when if you're not military or, I mean, if you're not, not fighting a war? Right. If right. you're fighting a war, different right. story. Right. That can protect your home. Am I correct? You're exactly. a gun guy. Exactly. Don't exactly. you think? Exactly. 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 <laughs> Semi-automatic. I mean, we don't let people get grenades. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, so. That's okay. my point. Another thing. No that, bombs. You can't have bombs. Okay. Yeah. 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 So another thing that interested me that I, I saw, I went to a, um, I'm not a resident of the city of Atlanta, but I did go to a, a recent um, mayor electoral candidate. Oh, tell me. And, um. <laughs> And Atlanta, which is the Mecca of African America, mm-hmm. it is the Mecca. Yeah, uh, is going to have its first white man. You think Norton? What's her name? Nor- Norwood. Norwood is going to win. Well, first of all, I didn't realize this. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's population, African American population, was two thirds in 1990. Mm-hmm. By 2010, it was 54 mm. percent, and now it's less than 50 percent. Wow. Okay. But but that that doesn't surprise me, right? So, based on based on a lot of the what do you call it the uh, you got regentrification. Yeah, uh, people don't realize when the '96 Olympics came, mm-hmm. they displaced many African Americans. That's why College Park is in the state it is right now. Mm-hmm. They moved them out. Yeah, and so um, Mary Norwood right now is is the unicorn in the room. Yeah, the other candidates are not distinguishing themselves. Mm-hmm. Mary has brand recognition, even though I think she's a, I don't think she's the most viable candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just amazing, man. And it, when he talked about race, mm-hmm. all of them tiptoed around it, brother. Yeah. All of them tiptoed around. We're going to be like Detroit. Yeah. I mean, in, in essential, what's going to happen is uh, we're going to get a, our first White mayor since Sam Marcel, mm-hmm. which was a uh, seventy-one or seventy something like that. Right, right before Maynard. Yeah, Maynard won in seventy-three. Mm-hmm. Um, we, this city is going to change, yeah. and it's changing right now. I mean, it already has changed. Yeah, it is really changing right now. I mean, I was looking at some um, advertising from the uh, the Chamber of Commerce and stuff, mm-hmm. and what was very um, disheartening to me, disturbing to me, was the fact is this was advertising designed to woo corporations here. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a whitewash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, literally, the, the you would if you saw that you would not think that Atlanta had a, the, the population, the black has. population. Yeah. You you really would. Yeah, and that is occurring. Um, I've gone to some of these um, at Georgia Tech. They have these startup things. Mm-hmm. You go there, and it is very clear that particularly people of color. When I mean and women, mm-hmm. I'm particularly talking about Latinos and African Americans are not welcome at these events. Mm, mm. They look through them. They yeah. look They look past them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with all this activity and buzz, everyone talks about Atlanta as a startup capital, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, the African-Americans and the Latinos are not even being brought to the table. Wow. They're not being brought to the table. And, you know, and it's amazing how when I look at what Maynard Jackson did, his whole thing was, I'm not going to exclude everybody, mm-hmm. anybody. Yeah. I just want to make sure that everybody gets a seat at the table. Yeah. And what we're seeing is now is that we're seeing that uh, people are are excluding. Well, with that said, Rand, what what needs to be done to maintain a seat at the table? If 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 it looks like you're going to have a clear winner um, who's not African American. Well, I think for one thing is um, th- these um, these candidates need to take a page from Donald Trump, mm-hmm. meaning that have a clear 
simple message of action, mm-hmm. what you're going to do, mm-hmm. and constantly repeat it, repeat it, get it into the psychic and the mindset. Because mm-hmm. what, what I'm seeing now is a very sanitized election uh, campaign. Now, you're talking about the other candidates, not right. Norwood. Not Norwood, no. Yeah. Norwood. Norwood but, 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 but if it looks, I mean, candidly, that that's, you know, who, who are we talking about? The... Uh, the, I don't know the, who that. Can, I don't know who the can. I mean, the Tut homecoming queen analogy. Yeah, where you got so many. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you got you got to eliminate yeah. that quickly as possible. Yeah, not one candidate has emerged. Yeah, uh, to, to to be that one. Because even Bottoms, who was number two, there's a scandal brewing regarding one of the guys who is a big contributor to her campaign. Right. Who's investigated by the FBI? Who his his office was raided. Right. Recently. So, you know, it's it's yeah. it's not looking good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. So, I mean, those are some things that, you know, that, that really struck me this week. It's like, whoa. But, but OK, with that said, what needs to be done beyond the candidates more so for the communities, the communities, the communities need to the, the community, the, the grassroots leaders out there need to start leveraging power right now. They need to start leveraging power right now. They, yeah. they need to start mobilizing. Yeah. They need to start. They need to start basically saying to, to these candidates, mm-hmm. if you want our votes. Yeah. You can need to promise. This. You, you, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so and also too, there needs to be um, one of the biggest problems Atlanta has always had mm-hmm. is that there is a strong um, uh, affiliation toward the corporations. Yeah, yeah. You know, these corporations are not doing anything in these communities. Yeah. You know, and and, you, and we got to start voicing our opinion. Okay. You know, uh, we got the power. We just mm-hmm. got to mobilize it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. What else you got? Oh, man, you know... Um, Nothing much, man. Nothing real big, you know, uh, other than, you know, the Manhattan DA dropped his criminal probe of the Trumps <laughs> after he got his after he got his campaign donation. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, so, you know, yeah. it, it just goes back to it's just grifters, man, you know. Wow. So tell me, yeah. man. Um, yeah. I finally heard this song by Cardi B. <laughs> you finally heard it. I finally heard it. How could her. you miss it? Oh, uh, man. Trust me. Trust How me. How could you miss it? Trust me. It's everywhere. Trust me, man. Trust me, man. I, yeah. it, it, it was. I can't believe Kendall B didn't turn you on to it somewhere I, along I, the line. I, I, she, uh, in the B, car. Well, Kendall B is in. She's into her alternative music phase. Oh, okay. She's in alternative music right. phase now. So. I guess. I, I heard the song, man, and. It is what it is. I mean, it is. It, it is what it it's is. It's part of the culture. I man. mean, I put it to you like this. Yeah. Back in our day. Yeah. Uh, even though we call it the golden age, yeah, that was some bullshit songs out there that we danced to. <laughs> Always, so, man. You know, but but I think the sad thing is that back in the day we had a balance. Yeah, yeah. We had a balance. Mm-hmm. Now there's 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 no there's no balance. Mm. You know. Yeah. In in these in in everyone now is following the, a formula, whatever that for, they're mm-hmm. following the same form. Back yeah. in the day, guys experimented. Now yeah. artists now are are actually punished. For experimenting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's just amazing. But then you get a guy like, let's say a guy like Drake several years ago. He kind of did something different from hip hop. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he formed a lane for himself. The next day, you know, everyone else has jumped on that lane. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, every everybody right now, you mentioned it before, um, is, you know, whereas hip hop used to have everybody featured on their project. Now they're just trying to get featured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't. They're just trying to show up to sell, right? And uh, in a lot of cases, it's crossing over. They got to cross over because that's the only place they can sell, right? Yeah. Right. Right. All right, man. One more thing, and I'll and I'll wrap it up. And I just got to say, man, again, uh, this whole thing in Vegas, man, it just it just you know, Arlington Road, that movie, um, it, you know, it ain't a, an Academy Award winner, but you know, I cannot believe this guy did that all himself, and. I'm just wondering how much of that was planted. And you know what? I'm not going to get into the conspiracy theories. Not planted. Well, I know uh, right now. Not, not planted like um, right now intentionally. They're they interrogating the hell out of his girlfriend. Which right they now. should. How can you say you've known this guy for how many years? Right. And they said Lived she, with him? And she said this guy was abusive. I mean, people well, said no. that this guy was abusive. But she's saying he was the sweetest, nicest, yeah. you know, kind of. She was out. It was kind of funny. She was conveniently out of the country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With $100,000 <laughs> that he sent her. 
to go out of the country. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. All right, y'all. Well, we appreciate it. Don't forget, check us out. Uh, go to Castropolis, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Uh, check out the website. We're going to be adding some new shows over the next month or so. And we just appreciate the support, man. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. And uh, Rand, thanks for doing number 58 again, man. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, man. This is this is honor, man. To do 50, 58. 58, man. Next day, you know, we are. Uh, let's see. We're going to be close to 60 soon, man. Yes, we are. Heading to 100. 62. I think at age 62 is what uh, official <laughs> retirement age. 62, no, 65, yes. something. Well, you know. I don't want well, to think 55, about it. I ain't going to think about it. Well, 55 <laughs> is uh, what uh, 50 gets you an uh, AARP card. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, hey, we appreciate y'all. And uh, again, thanks for the support. Continue to support. We appreciate it. And 58 is in the can. It's done. That's right. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413 556 9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap SB the G, graphics Lady J. Thanks for listening.